This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. From Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 669. Uh, no. But hey, everybody, long time, uh, no time. Uh, so it's not 669. It is 670, as you know. Actually, Ian, can you put some background music? The, the other file wasn't loading. Maybe some girl from Ipanema. There we go. Very nice. Uh, 670. Yeah. So we've doubled up the episodes, you know. So you'll see me more often because this will probably happen more often, um, given that, you know, there are over 600 episodes <laughs> and it's ca- a lot of counting, although it is like counting one more time. But um, so you sh- you'd think that wouldn't be that difficult. Anyway, this episode is 670. So enjoy. And if you want to hear extra episodes, they'll be in your feed. But also some of them are just for patrons only. So please become a patron at patreon.com slash dissonance pod. Thank you very much. We'll keep the light on for you or something like that. Okay, bye. Of cognitive dissonance. And Cecil. Yes. There's a little bit of an announcement to make. Kind of a little bit of an announcement. Yeah, for sure. This week, this week uh, was a, a crazy week in our little tiny uh, section of the podcast world. There's plenty of uh, uh, of places you can learn about all of the things that happen. I will put a link in the in the show notes to a document that sort of lists everything that happened in the last week, a bunch of statements from different people. But essentially what happened was uh, last week, uh, right before, like the day before we, we recorded, uh, Religion yep. News Service released an article that said Andrew Torres of the Opening Arguments podcast was stepping down from atheist, uh, the Atheist Board of Directors for American Atheism. And... Then it just turned out that a bunch of other things sort of dropped all at the same time. People were uh, releasing text messages and Andrew stepped away from, uh, initially stepped away from opening arguments. And then there was a huge kerfuffle that happened after that. Again, we're not going to, we're not here to rehash what happened in the last week. There was a ton of stuff that happened, but you can go check all that stuff out. There's plenty of different places. You can see all the different things that happened in the last week. But the most important thing to come out of this is that there is a new network that is being formed called the Creator Accountability Network. That's creatoraccountability.org. We were asked uh, to to help spread the word about this. No illusions in his diatribe today that he released. Now, they're recording this on Thursday. He released it. He talked about it at length. Um, But really what this is, is it's an independent... Uh, it's going to be an independent uh, sort of body and also a group of people that are sort of connected to the community that are that are survivors and, and that were uh, victims. And they are going to be sort of working together to try to make sure that um, that whenever there's a problem in the community in the future, that that problem goes to people who are competent enough to handle it. All right. So before we get into this, I just want to read um, a statement from some of the folks that are working on uh, building this creator accountability network. Recent events have highlighted an unfortunate but vital need in the secular community. To address these ethical concerns, a coalition of community leaders, philanthropists, volunteers, and advocates are starting the creator accountability network. We envision this to be a tool that helps our community establish a code of ethics and create a system for reporting allegations of misconduct. And then there's information on how to reach out to the Creator Accountability Network in the uh, post. Yeah, and that, and that's really the key, right? Is that I want to raise my hand and let the audience know, and I mean this with great sincerity, I am incompetent, right? When it comes to handling allegations of sexual misconduct, I'm not your guy. I don't, and that's not because I don't care and I'm not empathetic. I do care and I have great empathy. 
but I do not have training or resources. And I am not competent to be the person to adjudicate or assist. Like we, we can offer financial assistance. That's what Cecil and I did immediately when we were approached by Aaron Rabinowitz is because that's the only thing we know how to do. Yeah. We do not have the tools, the training, the resources. When, when Aaron spoke to us initially about the uh, allegations of misconduct by Andrew Torres, Cecil and I were just like, well, we don't know what we're supposed to do. We want to do the right thing. We desperately want to do the right thing. But it is not in our toolbox to know precisely yeah. what that right thing is. And in a situation like this, precision and accuracy and getting it right, it's just paramount. It can't be fucked up. You can't hand it to a couple of guys who are on a microphone and that's what they're good at, right? That's what we're good at. So the Creator Accountability Network is a way for the community at large to give you as listeners and as a community a place to go that isn't just two schmucks with microphones, right? Yeah. That's yeah. not the right place to go. Not again, because we don't care. We care deeply. That's why we help to fund the Creator Accountability yeah. Network, yeah. because we do care. But we also recognize we have a lack of expertise, yeah. a lack of tools, a lack of resources, and frankly, a lack of competence in handling situations that are as complex as these allegations, these situations, and the dynamics that surround them. So the Creator Accountability Network is, I think that website is up and running. It's in its infancy. So, yeah, you know, there's a lot early. of work that still has to be done in order to yeah. get it like really up yeah. and running and functional. But it's a thousand percent the right thing to do. It really is. It is the right thing to do because the community needs a place and it's an informal community. And so we don't have formal structures within an informal community. But we're big enough now where it's clear and painful to all of us that we need this. Yeah. And I'm glad and grateful for the work that went into creating this. Yeah, and at this point right now, it's really just a Google form to get more information or to help. So that's really all there is now. But um, but talking to the people who are involved in this, it's going to grow. Um, right now, they're just in the seed money and volunteer phase, right? So that's the sort of place that they're at. But you can certainly sign up for more information there and learn more about it, see if you want to help. Uh, we, we, of course, are 100% are behind this. And just like Noah said in his diatribe, we are not involved in it in that nope, sense. No, because no creators but, are, right? And, and the reason why is because there's conflict of interest. There's massive conflict of interest. And we shouldn't be the ones who are trying to figure things out when there's a massive conflict of interest. When 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 we, like, when, when Tom said, when we were approached by Aaron Rabinowitz, we all three of us at that Zoom call just stared at each other, wondering what we were going to do. And we, you know, we, we eventually, you know, helped Aaron sort of brainstorm and come up with some ideas. But Aaron Rabinowitz is the one who really changed champion this along with all the other people who he was in contact with. And again, we didn't know who he was in contact with because he never shared that information. No, he didn't divulge right? details. He didn't divulge anything to us except for that there were allegations. And we said, okay, well, we're here to help. So, you know, like, like I know that a lot of people were, uh, were sort of talking this week, especially about how the speed at which it took a long, like the length of time in which it took for certain things to happen. But really genuinely, it's because nobody knew what to do. So I'm so grateful that this Creator Accountability Network's been created because none of us should shoulder that alone. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. This should be this should be handed off to competent professionals that know how to do this and are trained and have the tools and resources. And so what a great thing for our community and creators will not be a part of that accountability network. Yeah, yeah. And I and so far, one of the things that I've seen is that several people who happen to be moderators on the communities that exist on Facebook are part of this. And I really do love that because they make our communities safe in those spaces already. And they know how to do this work. They've done some of this work already of making those spaces as safe as possible. And they do it day in and day out without much input from the creators themselves. They are the ones who handle like the, the obscene and the bad people and the people who come in like specifically trying to start fights. And so they're doing all this work already. And so I'm happy to see that they are the ones who are saying we can, we can start to shoulder some of this volunteer work. So very happy to see that. So Cecil, this first story comes from salon.com. She's not intellectually capable. <sighs> Knives out in Trump world over Sanders's 
terrible State of the Union address response. This is Sarah Oof. Huckabee Sanders. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, a prominent the governor. The governor I don't, of Arkansas. Why, why I are know, you saying? I know I it's know. true, but I don't like when you say it. I don't why? like that there's a track record of those people being president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Prominent supporters of former President Donald Trump on Wednesday criticized Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders' response to President Joe Biden's State of the Union address. Sanders, who served as Trump's White House press secretary, delivered a rebuttal to the president's speech that largely focused on Republican culture war issues and accused Biden of surrendering his presidency to a, quote, woke mob that can't <laughs> even tell you what a woman is, end quote. Quote, most Americans simply want to live their lives in freedom and peace with bald eagles. No, in freedom yeah. and peace. <laughs> Everything, as soon as somebody says With freedom. guns and pickups and bald eagles and mutton and swimming I, in the I, swimming I, hole. And, <laughs> oh, God. I, as soon as somebody uses the word freedom oh, as something, well, you got to have your freedom. I'm just like, caca, caca. that's all I hear in my head. All I hear is a chorus is freedom, of the fucking bald, eagle? bald eagles. It's freedom. The bald eagle. Here he comes. Isn't it's every eagle bald man. eagle named freedom? Yeah. it's like. I isn't it like, it if, if you have be. a bald eagle, you get to name it either freedom or liberty. Those yeah, are your only two freedom, choices. freedom, liberty. Yeah, I guess those, yeah, that would be it. That would be all I that's wanted. That's it. That's yeah. all you get to, that's all you get to yeah. name that stupid fucking bird. <laughs> It's a bird. Everybody just wants to suck the dick of bald it's a, eagles. It's, it's a, a goddamn bird. It's a terrifying betaloned bird. Let me it tell you. It is terrifying. <laughs> when when I was in Canada with my dad fishing many years ago, like we saw uh, bald eagles every day swooping down and grabbing fish out of the water. And it was like pretty cool the first couple of times you see it. And then you see one like come right near the boat and you realize <laughs> how goddamn big that thing is. <laughs> And you're like, uh, uh I don't want fine. any freedom. You, I don't want any freedom. It's, it's all hollow boned. It's fine. No, that will be fine. Terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. I don't trust birds. Yeah. Most Americans simply want to live their lives in freedom and peace, but we are under attack in a left wing culture war. We didn't start and never wanted to fight. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Every day we are told that we must partake in their rituals, salute their flags as opposed what? to your flag. What are you talking what about? Is the Pledge of Allegiance. What flag? What flags are they? Like you like guys the gay are the ones pride with like, like you guys have the fucking that weird don't tread on me flag. You got a Trump flag. You got a fucking Confederate flag. You got the American flag. You have the fucking old timey American flag with the fucking thirteen stars. You got the blue on it. lives matter you got, flag. You got blue lives matter. You got so many fucking flags, man. You're like a they, semaphore over there. You're trying to <laughs> land a plane. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. All right, I am flagging that comment as bullshit. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, uh, and worship their false idols, all while big government colludes with big tech to strip away the most American thing there is, your freedom of speech. Oh, That's no. not normal. Yeah. It's crazy, and it's wrong, Sanders said later, adding that the, quote, dividing line in America is no longer between right and left. It's between normal and crazy. That last line, I'm on board. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Like the very last phrasing yeah, yeah. of that, like, yeah, I do think we're in a place where we are required to choose between the normal and crazy. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, yeah right. Yeah. Right. A, a thousand percent. Right. I think we're just Except in disagreement she, yeah. on category. On who's who. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, th I think we're just, we have, we have differing ideas on who's in what bucket. My favorite part of this, Tom, is, the, is that they, they say after that, so that's what they say, that's what she does. And then it's like, then they're saying... Um, on the on Steve Bannon's war room, they had a guy who's like, it was an insult to President Trump. She does not exist politically if it was not for President Trump. That's what Bannon said yeah. on his war room. Uh, yeah, and then he says, and I don't, I don't like they're criticizing for not saying Trump's name. That's what they're saying. They're they're literally criticizing <laughs> her for discussing ideas that she didn't brand as like a Trump brand idea. Like, and what idea did she discuss? Nothing. She said nothing. She said, like, pick them up trucks. That's all she yeah, said. She, she said nothing. Pick them up trucks and they have flags. Like, right. I wouldn't brand anything Trump anyway. It's just going to go bankrupt. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> and then Steve Bannon says, 
He called the speech terrible, and he said, if you're going to give a counter speech, you got to talk about important issues. Don't get me wrong. The wokeism is very important. That's literally all quite, they talk about. That's, that's it. What are, look, what, literally, what are the Republican issues? What are Republican values other than a pushback against leftist values? Sure. I don't, I, I don't even know what they yeah. are. They're they, literally they, anti-things. They're anti-labor, right. right? That's what yeah, they are. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nothing. Your the Republican values are, I don't want you to do that. Yeah. That is the Republican. Stop with the progress already. Why isn't it the past? Yeah. Trademark Republicanism. Like, are you serious? <laughs> and then he says, it's not quite at the heart of the matter right now, is it? It's not the heart of the matter. She's not. And the reason is she's just not, she's not intellectually capable of going to the heart of the matter, right? Let's be blunt. Oof. Dobbs said the, the speech was a great insult to Trump, complaining that Sarah Huckabee Sanders did not even mention his name when she discussed going on a Christmas visit to Iraq with the former president and the first lady. Like, if these guys, these guys are holding the fucking hair of everybody to make sure they suck dick yeah. in exactly the right way. They're, they, they you know will what I mean? not, yeah, they, 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 they make sure that everybody recognizes that they kiss the right ring. Mm -hmm. You better kiss the ring every single time. And if you don't, you're, you should be thrown out. Like, like here's the thing with Sarah Huckabee Sanders though. She's already made it. She's right. already passed She's the goddamn governor. She doesn't fucking need you anymore. Right. So all that bullshit about you making her beholden to you doesn't mean anything to her anymore. Right. She's literally used you to get what she wants, and that's in Arkansas. I don't know who wants stuff in Arkansas, <laughs> but she does. And There's so like nothing she's, to want in Arkansas. She's, she's the fucking, she doesn't need you anymore. You yeah. she fucking used you. That's, That's the it. thing. That's, That's why you're mad. Right. She fucking used you and she's not, and now she's not paying into the kitty or whatever, or kicking in the vig or whatever it is, you know? <laughs> now she's not paying her protection money. Yeah. And, and I, that's and the I, real key. That's exactly right. It's yeah. like, uh, it's a nice governorship you got yeah. here. It'd be a shame if something happened to it. And then you know she's what like, I mean? fuck you. You can't do anything to it because <laughs> you're a nobody. Because you're nothing. Yeah. They, the, what they're worried about, I think, and rightfully so, is that, Trump is in real trouble for a 2024 oh, presidential yeah. bid, yeah, I right? Think so. yeah. And they want to make sure that any attention that has any chance of being positive Republican style attention is constantly focused on Trump. We always right. because that's that was the four years of Trump, right? And really the five years if you count his his uh, political campaign, right? It was every single thing that the Republicans did revolved around him in this like really yes. like cultural iconic kind of bizarre cult of personality bullshit way. Yeah. yeah everything referred back to Trump. Ah, uh, you know, like we're gonna, we're gonna get jobs. Like Trump said, yeah, everything, everything came back to Trump. Didn't matter if you were the fucking Republican dog catcher or general assembly or Congress or Senate, everything had to revolve around how much you love the taste of Trump's dick in your mouth. Yeah, for That's sure. That's it. Yeah. Nothing else fucking mattered. And now the right, for the most part, is reluctant to align themselves with the radioactive nonsense that is Trump and Trumpism. And yeah. the guys who are still cheerleading for that fucking orange piece of shit are, are upset that people, everybody else has stopped carrying his fucking banner. Yep. And yep. it's like, yeah, man, nobody wants to carry the banner of a fucking narcissistic loser racist. Yeah. And the only thing in that in that sentence that they really are, find disagreeable is loser. Yeah, yeah. They didn't find narcissism disagreeable. They didn't care they about They didn't any find of racism disagreeable. Yeah. They didn't find misogyny disagreeable. All they find yeah. disagreeable is the loser element of yeah, it. Yeah, they didn't find treasonous disagreeable either. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Look, we throw a lot of fancy words in front of these kids in order to attract them to going to school in the belief that they're going to have a better life. And we all know that all we're doing is breeding a whole new generation of buyers and sellers. Buyers and sellers. Pimps and whores. Pimps and whores. And indoctrinating them into a lifelong hell of debt and indecision. See, so I love this article. This comes from theadvocate.com. LGBTQ plus state senator proposes oh, ban so on religious indoctrination I of kids. I love it so much, Tom. This is perfect. This is it's so never, good. It's never going to be added as an amendment or whatever, but it's still great. No, no, this is one of those things that will never go anywhere, but is still necessary, right? This yeah. feels, in many ways, this feels like a lot of the advocacy that the Satanic Temple 
Right. Um, yes, promotes, exactly. Right. Yes. Which is like, oh, okay. We're going to pass that law that says you can, you know, put up a manger or whatever in the middle of like, you know, the city hall. That's great. We're going to put a Baphomet, right? And I mean, yeah. that's a bad example, but because that's a minor example. But the point is like, if we're going to have laws that favor religion, then they're going to favor absurd religion, right? And then the absurd religion can have any tenets or doctrines it would like. Sure, sure. And so this story is very similar. It, it says, you know, all right, well, uh, you know, if you guys want to ban, you know, drag shows, then because it's indoctrinating kids, and let's go ahead and ban religion because sure. it's indoctrinating kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, this comes from a bisexual state senator in Nebraska, and the measure would prohibit children from enrolling in Bible studies, attending church camps, or participating in other forms of religious indoctrination. And I love... There's a part of it that is just that is just great. There is a well-documented history of indoctrination and sexual abuse perpetrated by religious leaders and clergy people upon children. Abusers within churches and other religious institutions often use events like church or other youth group-sponsored camps and retreats to earn children's trust and gain unsupervised access to such children in order to commute such abuse. That is like what they say about the drag shows, but true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's the thing that's different, right? Is yeah. that on the right, they're like, oh my God, like we can't have people around gay people or like drag queens or, you know, trans people or whatever. If we, if, if, if people, if kids are around those people, you know, that's going to turn my little Johnny gay or whatever it fucking not. Or they're, oh, they're going to groom the kids. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, that's the entire, all your churches. Yeah. That's the entire, yeah. literally yeah. name any church. Yep. Any major yep. religious organization has enormous sexual child abuse scandal shit attached to it. All of them. No yeah. exceptions. For like sure. The Baptists have it, and the fucking Catholics have it, and the Mormons have it, and the Jehovah Witnesses have it. Yeah. And they all have it. They all have it. And it's all super well documented, not just like fear-mongering, satanic yeah. panic nonsense. Right. And that's what this is, that satanic panic bullshit. And I know there's going to be other stories that we cover maybe today that are going to be very satanic panicky, but this is one of those that sort of leads into that. And they're, they've been using that same language, that groomer language. And what they're really trying to do is they're trying to demonize the fact that some people are just different than them and they don't want, right. what they don't want is they don't want their kid, they're saying they don't want their kids around them. One, no, it's not like these people are like traveling to where your kid is, right? Like that's right. not what's happening. No, there's you a gotta place, pack you up. There's yeah. a place where somebody's at and then you gotta go to them. But it's like, uh, uh, that's that's not, that's neither here nor there. The other thing too is the way the law is written and the way they're trying to write it. I wonder if it would be difficult to, to go to some place. I don't know if you, when you were a kid, like, like uh, Peter Pan in my school when I like we we're doing in a high school or whatever, mm -hmm. it was a girl. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like very often there would be a, a, a girl or whatever who would be playing some parts of what would have to be a young boy. You know what I mean? Like they would they would they would put a girl oh, yeah. in those That's roles. Common. That's, That's very common, common. Shakespearean place too. So, so so you wind up with a like a like someone in the opposite dress. Can you even have that play if that's the case? Because these guys are so worried about this that they won't even let like what commonly happens in theater even happen. Yeah, and it's and it is of course absurd beyond reckoning, right? Yeah. Because like like to your point is exactly right. Like it used to be that like like Shakespeare like and it's still the case in like a traditional Shakespearean play, then that that play would not be able to be performed in Nebraska. And like, what does it mean for someone to wear the opposite gender's clothes? Is our pants opposite yeah. gender? I know. Like who, gets, I know. who lays claim? Who gets to, who gets to, to decide? fucking pants, right? Yeah. And I, I like, I want to know because who lays claim to pants? It, who lays claim to shirts? Is it is it if it's cut a certain way? Yeah. If it's like, if I wear a V-neck shirt, is the, like the the depth of the V on the V neck? Oh well, you know, like the law that's a, kicks sorry, in. Sorry, that's a fem shirt. You're not allowed but to wear right. that. Yeah. Who's gonna Who's gonna make yeah. that determination? Who's gonna stand in front of a fucking judge and say, "All right, well, I mean, we've all everybody break out your what are men's clothes and what are women's clothes?" But oh, there's no, there's no actually agreed upon context for what what men get to wear and what women get to wear. Fuck you. Like, let people wear whatever the fuck they want to wear. Who gives a shit? How yeah. fragile are you that seeing somebody with like 
a clothes on that makes you fucking get the weird feels makes you want to immediately get like fucking legislative. Yeah, no that's kidding. so odd. You're fucking how, odd. How fucking big government do you have to be to start legislating I different know. clothes for different people? Jesus, man, at least stick to your own narrative once in a while. We're right. the party of small government. My ass, none of you are coming to my house and tell me what I need to wear, you I fucking know. weirdo. Mind your own business. <laughs> Why do I have to keep pretending I'm a cl I'm like a classic libertarian? Like, get the I, fuck out of here, man. I, know. I, I was just thinking the same thing. Like, I like the Republicans have gotten so fucking weird that all of a sudden I have things in common with libertarians. Don't yeah. make me have Don't things me, in common yeah. with libertarians. What the fuck, man? Like, what is Jesus. happening right now? And the now? worst part is, is they're all like almost all the libertarians are voting for you, or they're throwing their vote away, and some right. fucking random guy who can't name a fucking city in Syria, and they're like. <laughs> Like they're they're either wasting their vote or they're throwing it at Trump, and you're like fucking what the fuck, man? Do you not hear what's happening? Literally every single social fucking ill is happening because of the Republicans. All of them, all of them. I, I like the world has gotten so bizarre, and like like I find myself now intellectually in bed with libertarians. I'm wondering if I'm going to wake up tomorrow a sovereign citizen. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like the world will have like gotten all skewed all of a sudden, you know, and I'm going to be like, actually, I'm a, I'm a free person citizen of, uh, and this is a corporation or whatever, like a maritime law, maritime law. Like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> we have to change what our is podcast even name anymore? to Am I Being Detained? <laughs> <laughs> We should start a farce oh. podcast. Oh, I'd be so good. For fucking sovereign citizens called "Am I Being Detained?" Can we do that? Can we have? Know. Can we have a Poe podcast? I don't know, man. Called "Am I Being Detained?" I don't know, man. That would be fucking great. You ain't seen nothing yet until you see the flaming butthole. Your butthole will be flaming, and you will not be able to sit down until you have a flame coming out of your butthole. And there'll be people walking around all over America with flames coming out of their butthole. Everyone who takes it up the rear, everyone who has a penis injected in his butthole, when that penis comes out, the flame will start burning. This story also from Salon, bless their hearts. The Christian right attempts to mount a revival. The satanic panic over the Grammys is part of a larger <laughs> fundamentalist Christ. bid to make themselves relevant again. Oh. Yeah. Like, so Every it was evidently it's a thing, man. I just got to like yeah. call on fucking music. Like, like seriously, man, this is like, this is like fucking, uh, what is that Kevin Bacon movie with the Footloose? Like this yes. is Footloose, man. Is you footloose. can't dance in this town. What is yeah. happening, man? You can't <laughs> dance in this town. Oh, do I what? have to go do a fucking uneven bars routine? Really angrily <laughs> in a barn? What is happening, man? <laughs> With these kids and their gyrating hips these days. Yeah, and I fucking mean. Fucking John Lithgow sourly <laughs> looking at me over a Bible or whatever. Weirdos. Just cut loose, everybody. <laughs> Just cut loose. What the fuck? Like, I, I what, what strikes uh. me, Cecil, is the timing of this is terrible for the right. And the timing is terrible because they're going to have to, like, mush their satanic panics together because the Super Bowl is Sunday. Yeah, I know. And they have the a satanic Grammys panic every and Sunday. The Super Bowl, I don't think are normally this close, but no, they just, they're not. Yeah. And and they have a satanic panic literally every Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> every do. single Super Bowl, the yeah, halftime they show. They do. They're Who's like, oh, oh, red smoke. Red smoke right. means the devil. Let's find out who's, who's doing the, who's it this time. It? I'm going to tell you right Am now. I in it? Super Bowl. Are we on it? Are we doing the halftime show? Are we doing the halftime show? That'd be the worst halftime show in the history. I would of do the shit shows. out of this halftime show, Cecil. Uh -oh. I take my top it's off. It's gonna though. be Rihanna. Oh, oh here comes the percent. racist. Here comes it's the be, racist. It's gonna be satanic panic racist dog whistles. Oh man, here comes the racist. Holy yep. shit. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, be terrible. Ter oh, my favorite the part of this, the right is just they, they're already fucking salivating over My this. favorite part of this, this article is there's a tweet from this red voice media. It says, beautifully unholy transgender satanic Grammy performance brought to you by Pfizer. Is it beginning to make sense yet? <laughs> I fucking hate that so much. You're like, no, it literally isn't making sense. It's never made sense. Not a second of your life have you ever made sense. No, it doesn't make sense. You're fucking tacking things together like everything fell in taffy and you're putting it in a bag. You have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> they're 
so fucking worried, but they're like desire to glue all these fucking oh, I know. disparate nonsense together to be like, see, it all fits my crazy conspiracy. See, what you have to do is you wind the string around this push pin and then this push <laughs> pin and then this is, push man. pin. And you're like, yeah, That's all right. That's all look, it is. You've just, you've made a tangle fuck. That's what yeah. you've made. You've made That's a tangle it. fuck and now you're pointing at your tangle fuck and you want me to pretend that you've got something there. You've got nothing there. You never had anything there. Never. And also, like, hashtag Pfizer saved a lot of lives, asshole. Yeah, I know. Like, like, what a stupid thing. Pfizer is amazing. Like, I don't Jesus. say, like, they saved a lot of lives. I am not going to be like, oh, Pfizer? Yeah, Pfizer. I was grateful for your vaccine. Yeah, Thanks, man. Pfizer. You know what I mean? These, it's fucking, what the fuck? These people are just insane with how much they hate certain things and how much they're willing to you know, put their own body on the line to prove a, to try to prove a point. It's just, I mean, look at the Herman Cain award, man. Oh, look I know. at how many people during the height of all this stuff were dying just to prove a point. Like, here's the thing, man. Nobody fucking cared. Nobody right. cared. You yep. died and it didn't do anything to anybody. It In fact, it, it might've pushed people to go get the vaccine. I know <laughs> it's, it's, it's part of that it's part of that like spotlight effect, that psychological effect where you think that you are the main character in the story yeah, of the man. world. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And so people have this, the, the people hold this idea. It's a very like, it's a, it's a bias and it's an idea that like everybody holds and you have to actively work to, to unseat. Sure, yeah. Everybody thinks so, you're the Truman Show. Right. We all yeah. think, I, I mean, we all feel that way from time to time. It's like, sure. and, and it's understandable, but it's also nonsense. Yeah. So when you martyr yourself to a cause... Nothing fucking happens except for you died, the people that loved you feel sad, and the world marched on indifferent yeah. to your passing. And there are seven noticed. billion yeah. people, yeah. and no one knows your name. That's yeah. the thing. No one knows your fucking name. So when you die for a cause, everybody else says, who did what? And they fucking go to Starbucks. That's how it works. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's the satanic it. panic stuff, though, is so tiresome. And yep. the thing is, is like, like, this is such a great thing for them because all you have to do is like make one concert and put one single red spotlight out and yep. they will immediately be like, oh my God, it's fucking Satan. <laughs> and and in, this, in this time, they kind of leaned into it a little, which I fucking love. Fucking troll these people. Lean Good. into it. Get that guy Good. who did that. Get that guy. Oh, what the hell is that guy's name? Little Nas X. Is that his name? Yeah. The guy right. who did that. The guy who did that one like big demon. He's walking around like a demon. Get that yeah, guy like, out there. He's getting like fucked by yeah, like Satan by, or whatever. By Satan. Get him out there. Get, Get him there. to do the fucking Super Bowl. Make these guys like seriously. If he Lean did the in. Super Bowl show, their fucking head would explode like scanners across the fucking country. <laughs> you just hear pops like party poppers going off through house after house. House after house after house. He would fucking, they would explode. They just explode. They, would. they wouldn't know what to do. Man, they just need to lean into this. Be like, fuck you, we're leaning into it. All the way, all the way lean. I also do want to real quick point out that there is actually, like that, that unholy song has really unsettlingly misogynist lyrics. Like it's a problem. I don't know if you know the song. No, but I don't. But like the song is like, uh, there are plenty of real criticisms, criticisms you could level at that song, but because they're disingenuous liars, none of them are good yeah. faith actors. They're, they're they don't even interested in paying attention to the content at all. Instead, they create a meta content that they can react to, because yeah. there is well, that, actually content that wouldn't be problematic that they could to them to. though. But that wouldn't be problematic to them. Misogynistic well, tropes wouldn't super be problematic. Super non-Christian yeah. values. It's about yeah. like a guy going off and cheating on his wife, and like that's the okay. whole. All right, that's yeah. the whole song. So like. If you're a Christian values person, you could definitely take issue with this song in a way that is actually more legitimate. Consistent because it's with all what, you, what you supposedly think, right? right that's yeah. what I mean, yeah. right. That's what I mean. Are you serious? I'm a fucking demon. This story comes from Catholic News Agency. Wow. Statue of Mary. I know, dude. I know. I, I, I actually purposely grabbed this from their site, right? So... Statue of Mary untouched in earthquake that demolished cathedral in Turkey. The earthquake in Turkey and Syria has created a unimaginable scale of misery and death and yeah. suffering. Yeah. It, it's unknown. It will continue to be unknown for some time what that toll is and how long 
that suffering will last. But it is yeah. not over, and it will continue to plague that region for years. Yes. For years to come. Yes. It was devastating. A 7.8 magnitude earthquake with massive aftershocks that followed, dozens of buildings collapsed, thousands and thousands of people dead, many more unaccounted for, no idea how many people are injured. And the fucking Catholic news agency has the goddamn temerity to celebrate the idea that amidst this chaos and tragedy and human misery that a fucking porcelain statue. I know, man. Well, God. you know what? Here's, here's what you have to believe. God <laughs> is in charge of all things, Cecil. And is, and is an interventionist God, right? Yeah. Because if God's not an interventionist God, then this is just happenstance. They don't want to say it's happenstance. So God is an interventionist God. So you God. have to believe that God's protected this statue. You have right. to believe it. And God did not protect how many, like, babies. I know. Right? I how know. many people in their sleep yeah. had buildings collapse on top of them and were terribly injured or died in misery? But, you know... God really wanted to make sure that a stupid fucking statue of a white yeah. lady that never existed yeah. didn't get fucking good, busted. Good thing. Sweet. I mean, it's we feel should feel so lucky. You know, like, like, I just don't get it. I just don't get how you could be in the Catholic news service after you while you're wading through bodies hip deep with your camera to take a picture of this. And right. then you're like, and then you're like, man, what a miracle. And you're standing on a pile of bodies. I like, do. I know. I mean, like, like Whoa. seriously, man, just look around you. Just look around you for 10 seconds and be like, you know what? I, I don't know that this is a miracle. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. like, just fucking contend with right. the fact that there was a disaster and that the fact that whether or not, and they did this with fucking 9-11. Do you remember the they fucking They did with the cross? crosses? And you're just like, yeah. yeah, the fucking whole building was crosses, man. <laughs> One of them stayed. The whole building. The whole That's thing. That's how trusses it was, be. It was crosses up and down. The whole thing was crosses. <laughs> and the thing is, is like, that's yeah. that, but that's what they want. They want to say, well, look, my faith perseveres and faith perseveres and, you know, God, God, controls everything and you're like god is the worst he's so bad at controlling things he's thing so is, bad at all of it don't you have to if you believe this nonsense if you yeah. believe in an interventionist god then that means god allowed or caused that earthquake right one or the other right god either, he, either yeah, allowed either or caused it yeah right because uh, because there's no other there's no other possible term so yeah. how then can you square that with benevolence how can know, you possibly? So even if you're like, well, you know, I definitely believe in God. I'd be like, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, I'll grant in this moment. Let me grant you God. I'll give you like, I don't buy it, but like, fine, I'll hand it to you. But you can't hand back to me benevolence, right? Yeah, All right. you can do then is ascribe at the very, the most charitable thing you could ascribe to God if God were real would be depraved indifference. Yes, Yes. You you literally cannot ascribe anything more charitable than depraved indifference to human yeah. suffering. He's Cthulhu. Like, right? like that's yeah. that's depraved indifference. Like he's like that level, and you're just like, okay, well, he's fucking basically an old one. He's like a, yeah, a terrifying right. tentacle-faced old one. Great. That's great. You know, the other thing too is I don't understand how you go there, see this, say that, and then not scream, I don't want you driving anymore. Please right. get out of the fucking right. driver's seat. You're yes. not allowed to drive anymore. You clearly don't know what you're doing. You are like a Tesla who failed the fucking, the, the, the trolley problem here. You <laughs> saved a fucking statue and you, in the process of saving a statue, you killed 30,000 people. You failed the trolley problem. Get out of the driver's as seat. You're not allowed in the possible. driver's seat anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Like they, God's like, well, I guess <laughs> I'll throw the statue lever. <laughs> well, choo-choo, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to remember that these are just simple farmers. These are people of the land. The common clay of the new West. You know. Morons. <laughs> Do you want to talk a little bit about the Republicans and their um and the State of the Union and then that uh sure. the trick? 
I don't think we have a story for it, but we could still talk about it a little. Uh, yeah, did I not? I can grab the audio. Do you want to grab the audio of the trick and play it? So my many of some of my Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. I get it, unless I agree to their economic plans. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you, anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a Okay, hold on. Now, people who are watching this, Tom, yeah. Where, like Marjorie Taylor Greene is standing up screaming right now. She yeah. looks like she's ready to ride a tauntaun into like follow Luke into a cave to fight a wampa. Like I, look I, at that coat. She uh, like she's she's giving off huge Corella do Corella Deville drive vibes right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Like yeah. that that coat is made of maybe not 101 Dalmatians. But it's at least 85 Dalmatians. There are a lot of Dalmatians <laughs> a lot when of it's Dalmatians in the making of that there. fucking coat. Yeah. Also, like, you know, do you remember that the State of the Union did not used to devolve yeah, no. into fucking screaming match nonsense? Do you remember it that, was guy? Obama that guy? Yeah, who yelled, who yelled out at Obama. Liar. And that guy, that guy got like reprimanded. He for got it. like censured and whatever yeah. for it. Like he got a one guy yelled out liar at Obama to State of the Union address for his first or second State of the Union. And some fucking chucklehead yelled out, and that is inappropriate. Yeah. But the idea the, 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 the It's decorum, not what we do here. They do that right. shit in other countries. We don't do that right. shit. At we least don't we do didn't. that here. Yeah, at it's, least we did. Like, but now the state of like all the civility is gone. All the decorum, all the civility, all the respect, it's all fucking gone. It's yeah. all gone. And what I love about this clip that we're gonna play, what I love is that. Biden knew that was going to happen, right? There is no way that wasn't going to happen. That happened the last time, every time he tries to give a speech. So he fucking played it. Yeah. He absolutely played it. And you can see him grinning a little bit. Yeah, he's like, as oh, he lets the fucking oh, chuckle fucks take the bait. Are, are you guys gonna are you guys gonna fall into this giant pit trap I have dug for you? <laughs> and they're just so dumb and reactionary so, oh, that so they jump stupid. into it with both feet. So here we go. Copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond, folks. What a fucking sad sack that guy is. A fucking guy. God, that Kevin fucking- Kevin McCarthy? Kevin McCarthy, such a sad sack looking- Yeah, man. Trash he's, bag. That dude is the absolute worst. He I is the absolute guy. worst. And he's such a smug piece of shit for a guy who took like 17 runs at the fucking <laughs> ring. It's like- You know? Like, how like, the fuck do you sit there- He's like there, your bargain basement prom king. <laughs> right. Are you kidding me? He's Are you the prom king because three other prom kings didn't show up. Yeah, right. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. He's like, uh, he is the backup second string <laughs> diet watered down light quarterback. That's what he is. Sealess. He's a G League player. It's awesome. <laughs> so folks, as we all apparently agree, Social Security and Medicare is off the, off the books now, right? They're not to be sponsored. All right. Look at and the, so the left stands up first, right? Yeah. This is what I love. So guys, if you're not watching this, what happens is he's like, "Oh, okay, so that wasn't true." So then Social Security and Medicare are off the table, and then the left stands up and supports it. Yeah. And then because now they're forced, right? Now they, they just called him a liar. Basically said, "You don't support seniors. You don't well, support and, this stuff." And when he called the Republicans out on their plans to cut those programs, they were yelling liar at him. Yeah. That's and so now. What are you going to do? 
Now you either have to stand up. You're a liar, oh, I you're guess. not. Why, yeah. What do I? Fuck. Well, let's see what happens, oh. Tom. Let's see what oh, happens. Hold on, let me see what happens. Social Security, Medicare are a lifeline for millions of seniors. Americans have to pay into them from the very first paycheck they started. So tonight, let's all agree, and we apparently are, let's stand up for seniors. Let's see what oh, happens. Hold on, let me see what happens. And oh, look at the right. Look at the right standing up. That's so great. It's such yep. a great clip. It's and such a great clip. And then he says at the end, he says, when he's like, well, I love unanimity. And it's yeah. fucking delicious, right? Because they want to say no to every single thing yep. Yep. that he ever proposes forever and all time. He could be like, you know what? Puppies are adorable. And they'd be like, fuck you. Puppies sometimes bite. Ah, they pee in your <laughs> shoes. Ah. Like, he, like, there's nothing. There's nothing he could no, say. No, of course not. Of course not. You're absolutely nothing. right. You're absolutely right. They're, they're, they, are, they are the boring friend you had when you were much younger who was the contrarian guy. Yeah. You, would, oh be, my you God. would say, you would say, oh man, I'm really digging this new Interpol album. Like, Interpol's garbage. Let me right, tell yeah. you how shitty that band is. And then right. they go on. Oh, for have you ever heard hour. the band oh, Circuit Board well, Buzzkill? That's Let me tell band. you something. I was a huge fan when they used to play in the small venues, but now oh once God, they got a little large, and you're just like, you are so exhausting. You're such an exhausting <laughs> person to be around. All those people, look back in your life, you cut all those people out of your life. Those right. people don't exist in your life. Either they either they got cut out or they evolved past that shit, right? Yep. They stopped That's it. doing it, That's right? It. But or instead, they're Republicans. Yeah, or now they're Republicans, and chances are you probably cut them out of your life, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I guess you were right. When you're right, Cecil, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. This is watching them be forced into that corner was just, it's just so great. It's just, and you watch Kamala watch it happen in real time. And she's grinning. Yeah. She's just grinning. I don't, I'm not a huge Biden guy. Right. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just not like the stuff he's done so far. There's some things that he's done that I'm very against that I'm really, really against. And there's some other things that I've just been kind of lukewarm on. But I will give him props for this. I'm happy to give the man props for this. I think he did exactly what he needed to do. He 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 got them to say something and shout something at him that they couldn't take back in the moment. And they had to then basically be like, well, shit, we just said out loud we'd do this. Now, don't get me wrong. That's not going to hold them to anything, right? In the future, yeah, they're right. going to 100% say, oh, we didn't really say that, or oh, we really didn't do that, or oh, that's not what we meant. And they're going to get away around it. But it's a funny bit just to see and just to make them realize their own hypocrisy for a few minutes. So it's nice to see it happen. And so I got to give them kudos for that. Yeah, it's a moment of gamesmanship. And it's politics it's just, that's is all many, is. Just, many moments of gamesmanship. It's just, it's just a tiny moment. It's a tiny blip where he made them eat a little shit and it's fun to watch. Because it, it hasn't is. happened in a while. It has That sort of thing does not happen very often because they control the narrative so well that he did a very good job of tricking them into not controlling it for a few minutes. And and did you notice who the camera focuses on, Cecil, and the Republican side? The camera for PBS NewsHour, who do they flash to? They flash to Boebert. Boebert. They flash to Green. Green. Yeah. That's that's they spent a lot of time looking at those two. Yeah. They spent a lot of time looking at those two. That's what it is each time. Yeah, it's Boebert or Green. Yeah. The idea that those two are outsiders or that they are the extreme wing of the party. That is absolutely not, it's not, that is true, not true anymore. It's not that true anymore. not true. Did you they see, are now the mainstream of the Republican Party. Did you watch Green fumble fuck her way through being the House Speaker like interim for a day or whatever? No. Well, why oh, was she the God. House Speaker for a day? Well, did, she like, win a, did she win a prize or something? Did she open up know. the right chocolate bar? <laughs> I don't know. How they, the they fuck let do you her, get to be House her, Speaker for the day? They let her swing the gavel for the day. You know, and okay. stand up in front. You know, like he didn't do it. They let her do it for a day. And she's got it then. Did it take 17 decisions before she was allowed? Dude, (laughs) it was so funny because she could barely read aloud. Like I, oh I, I don't, I don't normally make fun of people who can't read a lot because I'm really bad at reading a lot myself. Like I don't make fun of people, but, but the thing is, is I'm not a congressman asking to do it in front of the entire world. Right. right? I'm not like when I have to read my thing for citation needed, I have to read it three or four times aloud to myself before I actually read it aloud to the guys. And then I still edit like crazy because I'm not very good at reading things aloud. It's just something my brain doesn't do very well. But I would never put myself up to do that in front of the Congress. Like if I didn't do well, if I was a fucking schmuck and I was terrible at it, like I am, I wouldn't say, well, why don't you let me do it? Yeah. You don't raise your hand to do things that you're going to be not good at in front of others. Objectively bad at. 
weird thing for her to have done, right? But yeah. like, that's a lady who doesn't know her limitations. That's the problem. That's a lady yeah. who doesn't believe in yeah. her own like points of digression from the yeah. narrative of Marjorie Taylor Greene is awesome. Yeah, that's why Everything she's elected. That's why she's, she's elected awesome. because that's yeah. that's she constantly goes forward toward that. She's a bulldog in that sense. She is. Give me a W. w. Give me a Y. y. This story comes from Vanity Fair. I'm just going to read a chunk of it. Uh, yes, the Trump White House demanded that Twitter remove Chrissy Teigen's tweet calling Trump a pussy-ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the very best part was seeing this fly around Twitter because I got a chance to go on Twitter this week and I saw that, like, for some reason, I just happened to log in just as this clip was sort of going viral. And there's a great moment where a guy is just talking to one of the people who worked at Twitter. He's one of the Congress people. And he said, so what happened with this? And then they're like, well, this, this lady made a, a, a tweet and, and he said, what did the tweet say? And she's like, can I read it aloud? <laughs> Trump, Trump is a pussy-ass bitch. It. Yeah, it's, it, is there? There's audio down there. Yeah, I think we can play it. Let me play this clip. So, Tom, let me play this clip real quick. All right. This is, this is a clip from Mediaite. Uh, Miss uh, uh, Naravoli, earlier you testified about a 2019 tweet um, that was about President Trump. And I think it was from uh, Miss Teagan. What was the tweet about? Would you like me to give the direct quote? Yeah. Um, please excuse my language. This is a direct quote, but Chrissy Teigen referred to Donald Trump as a pussy ass bitch. Okay. Free speech. And what happened after Ms. Teigen posted her tweet? What did the White House do? What did the Trump White House do? From my understanding, the White House reached out to ask that this tweet be removed. It was my team's uh, job. Uh, this fell underneath the policy for abusive behaviors and we evaluate it underneath our insults policy. At that time, up to three insults were allowed, and so it was our job to determine how many insults were included so, so the, within that phrase. So the Trump White House reached out, not an agency, but the White House reached out and requested that you remove the, the tweet. From my understanding, yes. Okay. So so the, 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 the thing is, is like, like Tom, it, it's only three, right? right. Pussy-ass bitch is three. That's three. That's Unless it. you count like all three of them together as an insult in itself, but yeah, then it, it's it feels like it feels one. like that old. Did you take the fox over with the rice, or you did take right. the like? <laughs> you know, it just feels like I'm cut. It feels like I'm taking the GED now. Right? right. Like yeah, I right. don't yeah. fucking know. Like it's it's fucking three insults. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> and There's you're a whole team at Twitter. Insults. There's a whole team at Twitter that sits around a table and, and then reads offensive tweets to each other and then makes <laughs> decisions. How do I get this job? I want I was I want to I want you to get that job, Cecil, and then I will go on Twitter and make you rich. <laughs> I will <laughs> It's so funny I, though. It's so it, funny that they reached out to call to get that thing taken yeah. down. So funny. Because like what's what the thing is like is the right for the long. I mean, fucking look at like the response to the State of the Union address by Sarah Huckabee Sanders. What did she say? Like big tech is stifling your freedom. Yeah. Right. Yep, That's yep. their thing. Oh, like the Twitter files, big tech stifling your freedom. There's a, you know, a left leaning bias all over social media yes, and the right. Yes. But the actual fucking White House picked up the goddamn phone and called Twitter and was like, can Chrissy Teigen stop being mean to me? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, man. That's suppressive, right? Yeah. No, I don't care. I like as like a micro issue. Oh, I, I don't agree. Care. I but agree. But the hypocrisy of it, right? The just blatant lying hypocrisy of it, it just reeks. It's just yeah. it's like like well, and Trump and, is afraid of Chrissy Teigen, dude. Well, well he's a pussy ass bitch. <laughs> What I love though too though is that why they're doing this is because this whole thing is coming up because they're trying to talk about how they took down Hunter Biden stuff. And right. they're trying to say, and there was somebody out there who was trying to say this week, I thought I saw a clip of somebody saying that if people, if people knew about Hunter Biden, this was one of those Republicans was saying, you know, 
50 some percent of people said that if they knew about Hunter Biden's laptop before the election, they would have not voted for, for whatever. And I'm like, yeah, if they'd have known about a lie that your side concocted to <laughs> smear him, they might not have voted for him. Okay. You're just like, like that shows why it shouldn't be out there. Cause there was no proof of it. And you're basically showing revenge porn to people. Cause there's like, they're, they're, they're quoting and sending out a bunch of shit that happens to have Hunter Biden's cock in it. And right. then, then, then at the out the other side of their fucking mouth, you have Trump saying, well, I don't want to have anybody say anything bad about me. You need to take this down. First yeah, off, Trump uh -huh. is calling to be like, you need to take this down. It hurts my feelings. God, what a fragile little fuck that guy was. The biggest way to look like a pussy ass oh, bitch dude. is if somebody calls you a pussy ass bitch and you run and tell. I will tell you, Are man, you we, kidding me? On Twitter, we've been called so much worse. On YouTube, we've been <laughs> called so much worse. We've, we've weathered so much shit. Well, yeah, just, we have. Just, and we're nobodies, right? We're nobodies. Right. And this guy gets called something I would laugh at if somebody called me that. Yeah, I would. It would be it, to be called a pussy ass bitch would be hilarious. Honestly, the, the like, last I would not we, care at all. Because you know what you could do with Donald Trump? You could just mute that person. Right. You don't even have to like block them. You could just mute them, and you'll never see what they have to say to you ever again. You've muted them. They're gone from your life. It's a tiny button, and you can make someone disappear entirely from your life. And yet you want to go out of your way because you know other people can see it. Think about this in relation to that, Cecil, is that you can't trust Donald Trump to manage the block button, yeah. but he has the nuclear Oof. buttons. Woof. Right? You're yeah, giving he was the in charge nuclear of like, codes yeah. to a guy who is gets his feelings hurt from a Twitter account. I'm stopping with the nuclear codes thing. From now on, I'm going to say you're trusting a guy to distribute vaccines. That's what yeah, I'm going to say from that's now true. on. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. what I'm going to say from now on. Oh, shit. Here we go again. So this is a uh, tweet. Uh, Hemant Meta tweeted this out. This is uh, Christian preacher Hank Kuhneman. He's a feature on this show, a regular guest. Regular guest. Uh, and this is him begging and grifting for fucking money. And it is, if you thought you've heard transparent grifts for money before, you ain't heard nothing yet. This is, this is really a unique pitch. Here we go. So God gave me a dream. And in the dream... Uh, there were some people that came into the uh, center. Oh, Tom, you're already yeah. there. We're already I, there, I, Tom. No, We're already, already there. No. Yeah. No. We are not <laughs> fucking. I don't stop, have to hear about your dreams. Stop telling me your dreams. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care, man. That's it. No. I just don't no. care. No. The, the, you know the what? The other night I had a dream that I, I owned a log cabin and there was a, a talking duck. And that talking duck I turned out to you. be my high school I'm throwing English these microphones teacher. on the and ground. And my high school <laughs> English teacher. <laughs> They're all like 20, that. 25 like years that. of friendship gone. They're all, all like, like that, that though. Every dream, no is, every dream is that dream. Every yes. dream is like, I was... I was driving in the parking lot at Jewel and then I I accidentally rolled over uh you know a sea turtle and you're just like who right. cares? Just, what that was they, they, like that's nothing. I yeah. won't even listen to Martin Luther King Jr. speech. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so terrible. <laughs> He lost me and I had a dream. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. Send me the transcript. Oh, I'm skipping gosh. over it. That's Man. terrible. And they approached the uh, the owners. And uh, in the dream, they didn't have, money was not an issue for them. They had very deep pockets and they were going to come in and basically uh, buy everything up, buy everyone out, and they were going to level it and put up apartment buildings with, with uh, businesses underneath it. And that would be not good for our ministry. We could never expand. There is no way we would have parking. And so I contacted my broker and I said, guys, I had a dream. And they said, no, that's not going on. I said, no, God speaks to me. Would you be so kind to reach out to the owners and ask them what's going on? And sure enough. See, so already, these are the most fucking banal, mundane <laughs> issues of theological zoning I have oh ever heard God. in my life. Uh. God, could you, you imagine? It's like it's like that uh, that Chinatown movie where he's like digging in the archives for stuff. Yes, <laughs> they like. I'm just like watch. I'm watching him, and my eyes are glazing I'm, over. I'm you watching had a dream him, about I'm real him get estate. Into a title a title uh, dispute with his neighbor over a fucking right. survey or whatever. So uh, then we filed an, uh, a lawsuit oh, to quiet Jesus. title and. 
I, I, it was an adverse possession dream. Get you know, out of here. When you Go hear him talk down. like when you hear him talk like this, don't you kind of have your body feel like it's starting to get real warm, like you're gonna fall asleep in church? Like when yeah, he's talking, yes, he's like yes. I'm getting real warm. I'm getting oh, real warm now. I got oh, the snoozies. I'm getting comfortable. I got I, the big I, I'm snoozies. I'm not even feeling the pew anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's so boring. He's such a oh. boring storyteller. Like what's so crazy to me is like there's really good storytellers out there, and yeah. they should be the people who. Who, who wind up being, you know, if you're going to get grifted, at least get grifted by a good storyteller. This guy is fucking boring, man. We were beaten by the best. <laughs> <laughs> is Hank Kuhneman the guy who told the story of the ant? Is he the guy that squashed the ant? I, I think he is. And then is. God Yakov put the ant the back ant. together? I think it's the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is, is him. That's my favorite story <laughs> this in the world. Is, this, guy, this guy is full of it, Tom. He's full of it. Would you be so kind to reach out to the owners and ask them what's going on? And sure enough, there was paperwork going back and forth. And I said, interrupt it. Stop them. Stop them now. Tell them do not, they were ready to sign. And I said, stop them now. And, and, and the owner said, no, we want the church to have this property. So here's the deal. You tell the church they have a short window to get this done, like 100 days. We need to raise $2.4 million dollars. I'm not even a bit worried, okay? I, I, not at all. If, if, if you think that's a lot of money, it isn't for me and it isn't for God. And Because God- I know you suckers will pay up. Because I know you I guys know, are going to 100% you guys wrapped around my little finger. You will 100% pay this money. And, they, and, yeah. the, and the, the story that Hemant tweeted out is that this this thing that he asked $2.4 million, now they're asking for $16 million. $16 million. Yeah. How was it that how was it that God was like, all right, uh, we need more parking. <laughs> so you're gonna need a uh, 2.4 million. I'm transmitting some weird uh real estate mumbo jumbo <laughs> to you right now. Here we go. I'm gonna go, ah, there you go. It goes Oops. right in your head now. We got a little bit of a little bit of title loan <laughs> stuff going on. It's gonna go right into your brain. And then and then you're gonna go to your church, but I won't tell you that you're actually gonna need eight times, eight that, times that money. <laughs> wow, inflation hits hard in dreams, That's all bro. You want, man. Holy shit. Oh, sorry, I forgot to carry the one. <laughs> <laughs> you show, like, up, you show fuck, up to the deal and you're man. like, all right, I've got my 2.4 million. They're like, well, uh, sorry. I've actually the raised other guy the price offered by us, eightfold. The other guy offered us $14 million more. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I have God on my side. Yeah, anyway, here we yeah, go. Yeah, here Call you me go. when you've got God and $16 I really, million. Dollars. I gotta be honest, I really don't even know what he's talking about. I know that there's gotta be something that he's talking about that makes yeah, sense, but it, it, it's, it's it like, it's, it's, it's just like, it's just him trying to say, if we don't act now, you know, right. it's like as seen on TV, act now. Act like, now. We, can, we can get this church in four easy payments of $2.4 <laughs> million. Eight easy payments, it eight turns easy out. Pay- I guess it's eight easy payments, Tom. All right, we are going to thank our patrons. So this month has been a test to try to just get you to understand sort of what our next schedule is going to be. Now, it turns out because we didn't record in person tonight, we're actually not going to be able to do a live stream next week. We normally say, hey, we're doing a live stream this week, um, but we are not doing a live stream on Thursday this week. We promise next month on the third Thursday, we will do one, but we are a little behind with this new content. Once we get our feet under us, we're hoping that we can continue the live streams and keep doing it. Uh, but we, we we got a ton of great feedback already so much. on the shows that we've done. And so we want to just keep doing sort of this thing to get you more audio and get you more stuff out there so that we the stuff that we know you like. And we, we know that you like it because a, a lot of people have sent us private messages and said, this is so good. We love the crazy stories. We really love Tom reading this article to us. We really loved your deep dive into that article. So we've gotten great feedback already. We're putting the the live stream again. We are pushing it out one more month. So next month, hopefully on the third week of the month, fingers crossed, we'll be able to do it. But we aren't going to be able to do it this month. But we are going to be able to release one more funny show, which we will be recording next week. So uh, so don't worry, we will have a funny, sh- one more funny show this month as the sort of free version for everybody to sort of enjoy. But we got a ton of new patrons. And so we want to read off our patrons now. 
Brand new patrons. Thank you so much to Just Another Foodsmith, uh, Natalie, Molly, Clem, Danielle, Aaron, Julie, John, Graydon. I like big pods and I cannot lie. <laughs> All your patrons belong to us. Melissa, Brendan, Bender has a point. Matthew, Walter, Candace, Cole, Lisa, Deck, AJ, A Gleaming Razor's Edge, Corey, John, James, Britt, Conrad, and people who up their pledges, Insane Atheist, James, I'm here for Jordan's angry scream yell, <laughs> Brian, Joe, Michael, Melissa, Mango Cat, Corey, Heather, Ann, J.P. Florette, Chris, David, Rodney, Quinn, Seth, Amina, w Wanda, Mike, Steve, Pega Jace, Matthew, Luke, Hunter, Hunter of Necros, Elena, Ben. Holy, what the fuck is that? Let me um, take a stab at it for you, Cecil. Go. Brands could jargle flirts I think you can crush it. Adrian, <clears throat> Pixel, Storm of Logic, Noel, Chris from Nanup, Western Australia, Cordy, A Gleaming Razor's Edge, Poor Ian, Support Your Local Library, Rope Stuff 2, <laughs> John and John, Cabs the Size of Cantaloupes, Marcus, Brenton, Allison, Elias, Problematically Contacted General Child's Unit, and Chris. Thank you all so much for your generous donations. Like we say, next month, um, we're going to be releasing for our patrons at the at the single dollar level. You'll be getting uh, an extra show along with uh, a, a, our, a bunch of other stuff. So, you know, you're going to be getting all the other releases early and, and you'll be getting an extra show. And the people who are $2, you're going to also be getting that extra show along with Tom's reading of the article. So, you know, we want to make sure that everybody uh, everybody knows that you'll be getting all these wonderful things if you're a patron next month. Uh, so come, please join in on the fun. Uh, extra stuff for patrons is what we're going to be all about pretty soon. So uh, so we hope you enjoy this stuff this month and uh, and get a taste for it. And, and, and we hope you guys enjoy it. So far, rave reviews. Absolutely. And it's been a hoot to do. Yeah. We're really glad we changed the structure. It's been a lot of fun. We're really excited to bring you guys so much more content. All right, so that is gonna that's gonna wrap it up for this week. We are gonna leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.